Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. When you were sent to the plantation under contract, the plantation owners do not honor the contract. For every misdemeanor, they were fined. The rations were reduced. They lost part of the salaries. Under these conditions, Indians use their religion as a psychological buffer to pray for succor, to pray for support, and they cope to the five-year period of indenture as well as 10-year periods. During that period, many died of diseases. Many escaped or deserted. They were jailed. But all in all, those who managed the race, those who ran the gauntlet, were torchbearers. They were the flag bearers for the generations that succeeded them. And if you take Natal, Indians brought in from 1860 until 1917-1920. And if you look at the number that arrived here, approximately 125,000, they sweated from morn till dawn, six and a half days a week for a pittance. They only survived because they preferred the dreams. They felt that if they could manage the five-year stint, they would be able to start a family and give them the type of education and support that they didn't get. How? At the end of 1860-1870, suburbs like Clarewood, Cater Manor, Riverside, Tellawood, Tella Hill, Seaview, etc., were started by groups of Indians. The 1860 indentured laborers eventually moved on to building schools, religious institutes. What was life like after indentured labor, considering the challenges and also their desire to improve their lives? In 1860, the first group left the plantations in 1865, but they didn't have a lot of money to start a new life. 1870 was a critical point. The first Hindu temple was built in Ambilo. The first school was built in South Coast Road, built by the St. David's Church. It was a boys' school, and subsequent to that, it was a girls' school. The Indians that left the plantation were not given any support. This was purposely done by the white regime of that time. If you take Clarewood as an example, no one wanted Clarewood because it was mosquito infested. It was a flat plain. Indians who had the freedom saw Clarewood as a heaven as against the hell in which they served 10 years. Having received no, practically no help from the authorities, they started building their own homes, they started their own businesses, they sent their children to schools. Schools were started in garages, under trees, church halls, etc. They built sports fields, they started debating clubs. How can we preserve their legacy going forward? We should honor the role models of that period, especially the women. The women were passive actors. They were the power behind the men. They were the, they were the carriers of our culture. The role we could play is to create some type of interpetuity. Also, our history should reflect those who contributed to South African development. And there is a large number of them. They all are forgotten heroes and heroines. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.